she was suffering from IBS. And this is just, she needed to relieve herself. And Susie said, why doesn't she get a fucking treadmill and do it at her own house? <laughs> so then I had to rethink my hypothesis. And then I thought, oh, I guess this is revenge poop, revenge shitting. <laughs> Hey everybody, you're listening to episode 292 of the Rated NA Podcast, and I am your host, Ash. Matt and Scott aren't here right now, they're still recovering from their Thanksgiving consumption, but we have a special guest this week, Sarah Rice is here, who does an amazing podcast called Brain Candy. You may also remember her name from MTV's The Real World, and of course MTV's The Challenge. She's been on many, many of those. Uh, she's someone who I've wanted to have on the show for a really long time. Uh, shortly after my kid was born, my wife and I sat down and watched uh, endless seasons of the challenge, and she was one of our favorite competitors. And I had actually watched her on The Real World many, many, many years ago. So it was great to have her on, pick her brain, talk about podcasting and her adventures. And she's done some crazy, crazy stuff that many of us would never even uh, want to attempt. So I think you guys will enjoy this one. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the interview. All right, so we are here with Sarah Rice, and it is episode 292 of the Rated NA Podcast. Sarah, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. This is so cool. So it's, uh, what night is tonight? It's Monday night. Uh, I'm in Orlando. You're in LA. You yes. said you're you're in your podcast space. We are. Um, you're already, you were like w- so professional with all your audio gear and everything all set up and ready to go. Normally when I get these started, there's like 20 minutes of people setting up and crap breaking, but you're just like ready to roll. Well, I'm a podcasting professional. So you know, <laughs> we have had, I am not at 292, but we are at episode 174 of the Brain Candy podcast. So yeah, audio we got down. <laughs> that is that is no small feat. Like, and that's yeah. uh, and hats off to you guys. Like, uh, we've been friends with a lot of shows over the years, and most of them don't make it to 100. So 100, you said 175, 176. Yes, that's incredible. That's Thank incredible. You. I think you we're guys are going a lot it. faster than us too. We're on. Um, like I said, uh, this is 292, but we're also like, we just hit year seven. So Whoa, whoa, <laughs> that's yeah. some longevity. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we do two a week, so we kind of. Oh, that explains why you're catching us. You're going to catch yeah, us by like next we will. year. We are, we are hot on your tail. Yeah, we, we try and do four a month, but then life stuff happens. Like I had a kid last year. Oh, congratulations. Uh, thanks. Interesting, interestingly enough, it was, um. We'll just start the show. Um, this was was this, this is we'll just segue. Um, I kind of got back into watching the challenge and stuff right after he was born, um, because he was like a little slug, you know, slug baby that yeah, didn't do anything. Stuck at home. There's not and, much else to do. Yeah, and all those shows for a while. I don't know if they still are, but like so many seasons were on Hulu, 
And so my wife and I were watching like a lot of the old reruns, uh, just binging because we both had so much time off and um, we were watching so much challenge. And uh, my son's name is Lincoln, which I realize (gasps) is a thing. Oh my gosh, Uh, that's so special. It is such a special name. Yeah. So it's small. People who don't know out there, that is the name of my co-host son. Yes. Yes. It's a good, it's a good name for like we say is like our unofficial mascot. So yes. Yeah. You two seem like you get along quite well. So I figured I'd bring you Oh my gosh, he's my my bestie. I love him. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, you and I have a lot of common, but we'll get to that in a little bit. First of all, we're both nerds, um, which I I learned. I love puzzles. uh, I'm actually, admittedly, I'm really bad at them. Um, (gasps) I'm really Mm. bad at them. I I like them a lot, but I'm not good at puzzles. It's sort of my my wife is much better at puzzles than I am. Um, But I I think you and I enjoy a lot of the same things. But I want to go way back. Okay. Way back, and I'm sorry because I know you've talked about this a lot, but not to our our audience, our listeners. So uh, I'm going to ask you to kind of tell some of your stories to them because I've heard them all on your show. Um, 2009, mm-hmm. real world Brooklyn, um, and one of our guys is living in Brooklyn now, so it's it's funny. I wish he could have been on, but he had to work. So real world, real real. I can't say real world. I, it's real, impossible to it say. Really I know they should have made that easier. We had to do like a thousand takes to do those intros well, thank you for making me feel better it's a tongue about, twister yeah. i know uh real world brooklyn 2009 how how old were you when you got cast i was 21 when you were 21 that's wild. yes and the whole process took about nine months so i believe when i auditioned i may have been 20 and then turned 21 during somewhere during the process that's why. Yeah. Or That's I had wild. just turned 21, but it was, you know, I, it was a long time from when I did the, went to an open casting call to when we actually filmed the first episode. It was probably about nine months. It's wild. Were you a big fan of real world prior to being on it? Was that something I was, that... A, I was a big fan of the challenge and I was, I didn't really watch the newer seasons of the real world until I knew I was going. And then I watched Hollywood um, I remember watching the early seasons. I, I re- really loved Hawaii and I loved uh, New Orleans, the original New Orleans. Or that, New Orleans. that was a good season. Yeah, I loved, loved that one. Um, Melissa from there is still one of my favorite just human beings. Um, I'd love to meet her. But uh, so, yeah, so I but I really loved the challenges. I really I've always loved traveling. I've always loved adventure and I knew deep down, even though I had never done any of that kind of stuff ever before, ever, I knew deep down in my heart that I was going to be good at those. And you were like the best at those. Oh, and, you're and, so and, nice. Now, and we'll we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to the challenge stuff, which I I almost feel like I feel bad talking to you about it because you there's much more to you and like your life and <laughs> well, stuff <thanks>. than <laughs> than those challenges. But there are some questions I obviously have to kind of pick your brain because they're what as, people don't care about. Yeah. Well, no, it's also like what I want. <laughs> like I'm just yes. Be selfish, have, yeah. No, I'm totally selfish because like like I said, when my son was born, my wife and I sat down and watched like I don't even know how many hundreds of hours of the challenge and just like you know binge and uh became super fans but um i want to talk to you quickly about the real world as a as a kid that grew up watching it like i actually Mm -hmm. remember watching the first season when i was like really little um Mm -hmm. and then i watched i don't even know how many seasons like i think all the way up to like new orleans i think was the last one that i watched like before i stopped watching all of them Mm -hmm. um and that was something that i like i i think i was about 20 
And I remember sitting down being like, I want to go on it. And I never, I never submitted an application, but I was like, I, I was, I thought I was actually at the time I was like, I might be interesting enough to actually get on this. Uh, and I never went through with it, but it was something I always secretly really wanted to do. So what was that experience like, um, just as, as a whole, like, was it something that you would suggest to people? Was it something that you would encourage people to, to, to try, or was it something that now that you've, that you've done it, you would never ever go through it again? Well, I'm going to flip it on you. And I want to ask you, what was your drive? Like, what do you think the desire to go on there? What was it about that environment that made you say, Ooh, I want to go on there? I think at the time, this is a really, I love how you flip this, by the way. Because um, <laughs> that will add to my, I will, my answer will be based on what you say here. I think, uh, I think um, at the time when I was 20, I hadn't been to many places and seen too many cities or really met too many people outside my peer group. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think for me, the excitement would have probably been, um, being in a new place with brand new people and kind of getting away from like what my life was like when I was 20. So it was, I think at the time now in retrospect, it would have been like a, a nice way to escape. Um, that's, I've never really thought about that now as like yeah. as an adult, like why I thought that, but, but yeah, that's definitely my answer now. Cause that's usually the two, there are usually two, um, kind of drives or feelings. There's the people who want to escape and people who are like, oh man, this is the total opposite of what I have going on. I just want to like try something new and meet all these new people and, you know, go have unique experiences. And then there are like the narcissists who are like, yeah, I want to go on there because I'm awesome and I'm going to be the best at this and I'm going to dominate and everybody needs to see me on TV because I'm fantastic. So I think that I was like a nice combination of both of those because I really loved the meeting everybody new and I loved challenging myself and, you know, pun intended and pushing myself and all that. But there was a part of me that really wanted to be on TV and go do this. I mean, I'm not even anybody who tries to sugarcoat it and pretend that there wasn't like some narcissistic drive to whether that's needing validation for like, you know, for me, I always felt like I was kind of an outcast and a weirdo and, you know, got teased and picked on and always felt like I didn't fit in. And all of a sudden I get the invitation to be part of this exclusive club that pretty much everybody in my age group wants to fit in, but doesn't get to fit in. And now all of a sudden I do, I was like, this is fabulous. And so I just really loved it almost felt like giving a middle finger to everybody who was like uh, treated me like the outcast before. Right, right, right. No, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Like I could, I could lie and say, I, you know, it was all just about escaping and getting away from like the crap I had going on in my life. But there was definitely, uh, you know, a little bit of narcissism that like, Oh, it would have been cool to, you know, to be on TV and, uh, and have, you know, and meet thousands. of There's nobody who doesn't think that that's cool. I mean, that's why we're all on social media. Like it's just an honest thing that we should be okay talking about. Like, wouldn't it be cool to be important and be like, have a whole bunch of people think that whatever you're doing is interesting. Right. I think that's why a lot of people do creative things in general, right? It's not just mm-hmm. about, it's not just about, about creating the thing, it's which is way. great. Yeah. Right. It's, it's also about, you know, feeling good about yourself in the end and people yes. acknowledging you. So, 
We're getting deep here, Ash. We are. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I, know, I love everything about this. Well, this is what you went to school for, right? Like you went to school yep. for psychology and stuff and you just finished, right? Am I correct? I, uh, well, I just did my advancement to candidacy. So I'm in my master's program for um, marriage and family therapy to be a licensed uh, clinical psychologist. So cool. And um, I, we have to do... Um, these oral exams where we are in front of a board and have to present a case. And then they decide if basically if we're ready to see people or not ready to see people. And I passed and all good. And I start having clients in January. So everything kind of becomes a little less abstract. And now I'm dealing with real human beings and that adds a whole new level of stress. But I got really great practice because I feel like I spent the last 10 years doing free counseling and therapy for every single person on the challenge. (laughs) That would be a great segue. Go ahead ahead and ask Jenna who helped her through her breakup with Zach. I mean, she didn't take any of my advice because I think she's getting back together with the guy, but I will, I was there for so many crying sessions for men and women on those shows. (laughs) That's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. All I, unpaid. I really wish I could go back and count those hours because we have to have 3,000 hours before we get licensed of actual FaceTime with clients. And uh, I really wish I could go back and count some of the hours oh that gosh. I uh, sat and, and dedicated to hearing the live stories of people like Wes and uh, Johnny Bananas. Oh, my gosh. It's funny that you say you have to have that many hours. I actually, um, for a long time before I... I work in video games now, but before I did that, I was a high school teacher for almost seven years. And, um, I, they had me teach one year of psychology and I was so not, <laughs> so I was a history teacher. So like, they're yeah. just like, you know, it's a social science. So like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I like, teach psychology for a year and I learned so much, um, that year that I, I could never do what you do. It's a, it's a whole different ball of wax, but man, uh, but, uh, that was, that was interesting times and definitely, you know, learned a lot about a lot of students too. You almost learned too much. The person I really feel bad for is my husband because he has to be like, you know, he's like, are you doing that therapy thing on me again? Ugh, don't do that. I hate that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There, it never really ends. It never does. Well, that's cool. Congratulations on, uh, Thank you. Thank on your, you so your upcoming stuff. I know you said it at some point, either on the, on your show or in an interview someplace that a lot of your winnings um we'll segue into the challenge in just a second but a lot of your winnings actually helped pay for your school which i thought was really cool they are all it's it 100 gone it is like uh, that went to you know i'm at a it's a great school fantastic school but it's a private school that comes with a nice big uh as soon as i won that that um Oh, gosh, I wanted to say as soon as I won Rivals 3, but I didn't get a dime for that. So I guess it was as soon as I won uh, uh, X's 2 that I was like, thank God I can now go to grad school and I don't have to worry about, you know, I'm I'm married and, you know, my husband and I both contribute to our income and everything. But I was really big on wanting to put myself through school and wanting to be my own like financial backer for my education. That was so important to me. And, you know, just because I felt like, I could do it. So that's what I wanted to put my money towards. You know, I'm not exactly the one to, I'm like, a, I count my pennies and I'm super frugal. Right, so right, I, right. No Louis Vuitton bags, but a master's degree instead. Uh, there you go. I mean, that's really smart. Yeah. <clears throat> You're probably one yes, of the, the only folks that uh, used your winnings for responsible reasons. Uh, uh, that's that's mean, to, that's mean to say, but. I page on my best Susie Meister's book because she used, to pay for her PhD and you know I she taught me that smart girls really do finish first and nobody can ever take a it 
There's, nobody's going to come to me at the finish line of life and say, hey, Johnny, would you like to keep her education or take her education? Can't do it. This one's all mine. So always, right, right. always invest in your education. Yeah, that's that's actually really, really good advice. And that's the one thing. Unless like, you have a skill, then invest in that skill and, uh, and be the best at that skill you could possibly be. Yeah. And, and your skill segueing to the challenge was uh, being a, a kick-ass competitor. So I want to I wanna talk a little bit about... I can't even, I, I tried to figure out how many that you did. You probably know off the top of your head, but. Oh, I think I did 10. You did 10. That's, mm-hmm. that's a long time. <laughs> boy, like, oh boy, you're telling me. That's a, that's a really long time. So, um, so for our listeners that maybe don't know sort of like what you were like on the challenge, I'll, I'll do, I'll, I guess I'll try and explain it to them, but mm-hmm. y- you were sort of this puzzle solving um, and, and near the end, you were like one of the strongest competitors because you just had this, this skill set, and you were a really good, I don't want to say at, um, I don't want to say manipulating people, but I think, Oh, I I can play the game. I can do the politics. There you go. That that's, you could definitely play the game. That's a great way of putting it. The deal is all I have to do is convince everything that everything else is their idea. Right. Right. So I never lie. I never cheat. I never throw any buddy under the bus because I am very careful with the words that I use and I know exactly what to do. I mean, I'll say that my my best uh, asset on there was a degree in psychi- psychology because I knew that if I came to people with information, like for example, if I go to a winner, a, a male winner especially, because women it changes a little, but a male winner right after they won they're on this high, so they think every decision that they make. It's almost you can also apply the same rules if you look at people who play poker, uh, Texas Hold'em. It's the same kind of rules and logic and and manipulation and strategy that goes on in there. How people will have this rush of adrenaline from the recent win, and they'll think that they're going to win whatever next thing they do as well. So you can almost like take advantage of people in these certain. I hate to be like this, but these almost like mental weak weak moments where they are, they are, they are at the mercy of their, um, uh, hormone and like, like uh, chemicals that are going on in their brain. And then all these neurotransmitters that are saying like, Ooh, adrenaline, adrenaline, like all my decisions are fantastic. Ooh, you know, serotonin, this is so good. And if you (laughs) you, like get get them in the right moment and you say, Hey, you know what else would be really great that would help benefit you right now? If you put this person in, and they're like, yes, that sounds like a great idea. And you just do it the right way. Oh, my gosh. They're like, putty in your hands. Yeah, you, you, you played the game quite well. Um, won a bunch of money. You were there for a long time. Some of the things, I mean, I, I want to talk quickly about some of the things that you that you remember doing that were totally insane. Like, were you ever absolutely terrified? Like, 90% of the shit you had to do, um, I would yes. have wet my pants. I'm just, well, that's just not and me. Because you're a normal, you know, human being. And absolutely, <laughs> they are. But I, this is another way that, that you know, knowledge came in handy. Because I know that there's no difference between um, the feelings of excitement and the feelings of nervousness. Like, they're the same uh, everything that's getting released in your body, we just label it different. So if you tell yourself, Oh my God, I like, you feel this rush of adrenaline and anxiety or whatever it is. And you say, you can either say, Oh my God, this is fear. And I'm terrified. And you can live in that terrified zone, 
Or you could say, this is excitement and this is adrenaline and I love this. And so when you see, if you look back at any time I'm about to do something nuts, TJ will even say it. Like, nobody is more pumped than me. I'm not getting pumped because I actually love whatever we're going to do. I'm getting pumped because I'm tricking my brain into thinking that this is exciting, not going to kill me. So if I just go, <laughs> oh, my God, this is so cool. I can't believe it. I'm going to jump off the building. And you say that to yourself enough, your body will then think that this is fun and exciting. And it'll put you in that, like, go mode rather than freeze with the fear. Wow. So I just That's really I, smart. And, and I told this to Jordan. And, like, he started – I mean, these are tricks. It's so funny because I feel like I, like – Everybody makes fun, or not everybody, but so for so long, I kind of got teased on the show for being this nerdy girl, and oh, she like all she wants to do is read books and blah, and talk about science and talk about psychology and blah blah blah. But then all these idiots come up to me afterwards and they're like, "Hey, remember that book that helped you win all the memory stuff? Can you tell me what book that was? Uh, excuse me, what are those puzzles that you study? Hey, do you have any advice on like what I should do for this?" And they're all like, not on the challenge. Like these are calls I get at home where they're like prepping, like Devin, uh, Devin Walker from the challenge, mm -hmm. he called me and he's like, excuse me, what books do I need so that I can dominate everybody on all these mental puzzles? <laughs> That's thing? so good. I'm like, That's okay, so you're going to go get Walking with Einstein. And so I gave him this list of books. And then I find out that other people in the house are reading those books too. And I'm like, I'm just really glad that I'm encouraging everybody to read. Yeah. And the producers now <laughs> have to find new, new puzzles that can stump, you know, the puzzle yes, master, because which I'm is like, great. I've given them the tricks and you, I'm like, this you, is you fantastic. Game. That's really cool. I mean, that's, and honestly, that's um, one reason why um, I started listening to your show. Like you just have, a, you guys are, are just incredibly smart. Um, and, and it's, yep. it's such a fun show. And like, I'll talk, I'll talk about brain candy in a little bit, but um you apply like a, that whole, like what you just said to me, that whole um, spiel about, you know, using your memory in different ways and, and mm -hmm. using your brain and adrenaline in different ways. Um, mm -hmm. You guys talk about a lot of stuff like that on your show, which I think our listeners would really like. So definitely if you're not subscribing to brain candy, subscribe to it and I'll plug it again at the end and we'll talk about it more. But um, quickly jumping back to the challenge, just because mm -hmm. uh, there's so many, I, just, I could sit here and, and annoy you me about too. This forever. I, I love it. Oh, gosh. I mean, okay. So the reason I, I started following you on social media is like I said, I had had the baby. We we're watching all this and I, I caught Rivals 3 late after stuff had already happened. Mm -hmm. um, and so I watched the, the final episode and I was so livid. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I was so livid that I was like, mad I didn't punch him in the face or something. I should have right. done something like, I mean, I know I'm the bigger person, blah, blah, blah. But what I really should have done is just like been like, uh huh. And turned around and walked off. Oh, uh, there's so many and moments. Not, that I say yeah. that about everything in life too. Like, <sighs> in retrospect, like you should have just done something totally right. terrible outside yourself and, and, you know, and, and not great, but you know, the moment I'm talking about for our listeners that don't know rivals three, there's $275,000 on the line. Uh, it, it basically, uh, this, this guy by the name of Johnny Bananas has the opportunity to either split the money with you or keep it all for himself. And it's honestly one of the like most gut wrenching moments, not even just in, in reality television, but in television in general, yeah, when he you. decides to keep, the $275,000 and give you literally nothing after like working your ass off all season. Just the look and on like your being face. being the one to help him win that fine. I mean, he, for oh, the yeah. fuck's sake, the puzzle that he did, he did upside down. Yeah. 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 I mean the whole, the whole, 
the whole season was first of all just tons of ups and downs because you guys had already had a bit of a, a rivalry hence rivals three um and seeing you guys grow closer and closer like as a viewer i was like oh wow this is like it's kind of like in <laughs> this is gonna sound super nerdy but it was really heartwarming for a while and i, I don't know it, like it how felt, much you it, know what that's why it was so fucked that's why it fucked with me so much yeah. because i'm not i'm not a liar I'm not, you know, I'm not somebody who can hide my emotions. What you see is so real. I mean, that's why I'm, that's why I think I've lasted on reality television for so long is because I give a very authentic version of myself when I'm on there. And what my emotions, my feeling, my connection, my friendship with Johnny, when we repaired everything, that was so genuine for me. And to me, it felt like all those times, you know, when like I talked about before how I was like this weird outcast and this nerd in school. Like I, you, I mean, I just have a lot of tattoos and look cool now. I mean, to some people, but you have no, I was, Oh my God, go back in my Instagram people and check out that split screen of me and Barb from stranger things. I am Barb. (laughs) I am a hot. I I saw that picture. No, that was my life. And I was so, I was just as weird as I am now, but it's now it's cool. And I have a podcast and before it was just Sarah's a weirdo, but you're telling my life story, by the way, I'm just like, you know, like not that oh, I look like Barb, but I look like good. boy Barb essentially in high school. So I totally understand. Yes. I totally get and it. Like, that puts us at this place where we are really vulnerable in some friendships with people. Like it takes a lot to really, um, if you have been, you know, like once been twice shy kind of thing, if you have been rejected in social settings by a peer group before that, those marks don't fade. And so what it did for me is it brought up so much trauma from my past because once again, I felt like that girl in junior high who all the cool girls and cool girls pretended to be friends with and then invited to the mall. And then I show up at the mall so excited and then it jokes on me. Nobody's there. And so I, it brought it like, I don't even know if Johnny knows how fucked up that was because it's like, it almost like re traumatized. It it brought up all those and it made me feel so untrustworthy again. Even when I went back to my marriage, I was even on edge. Like, can I even trust you? Like, who do I trust anymore? I didn't even, Johnny was saying, um, uh, he was texting Susie and talking a bunch of shit to Susie for a while and then tried to take screenshots and then edit out what Susie said and like take it out of context to say, hey, look, even your real friends don't like you. And I for a second got all fucked up in my mind like, oh, my God, is he right? And I had to stop and say, no, no, no. These are this. These are people who really care about you. He's the fucked up one. Wow. And it it really messed with me. And it's not. I don't care, but it wasn't, people don't understand. It wasn't about losing the money. It wasn't about, you know, oh, he took blah, blah, blah. This goes down to these primal emotions and these fears that of rejection that so many of us have from when we were little. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, just hearing you talk is like in kind of looking inwardly, like I, you know, I, I, I had a, sounds like a very similar experience in high school, just sort of like social outcast, definitely not a cool kid, you know, handful of close friends. Um, and now it's like later on in life I have, um, I don't allow myself to really get close to too many Mm -hmm. people. Like I still have like a core set of friends that I trust 
like a whole lot. And then uh, I don't let too many people in because of, I still likely have the same trust issues that I had back then when, you know, I was picked on and ridiculed as like many of us were in high school. Like, you know, there's a, a probably a very low percentage of people that didn't get tortured, you know, and uh, yeah. as a former high school teacher, I watched it happen all the time. Unfortunately. Oh, right. It was like, Absolutely. You know, it was just something that happened day after day. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, it, hearing you talk about it, it's very interesting because I always wondered, um, you know, what sort of impact that had on you because as a viewer and just as a person who's like mildly empathetic, I was like, holy crap, that was like the worst thing I ever had to like, you know, mm -hmm. to, to watch a contestant on a show go through because it was just so like you were so cool to him you know, the whole time yeah. and you guys did. And let me so tell you, well. I was really fucking cool to him afterwards too. We went out to dinner that night with did the you whole really? group. Yeah. Really? And like, oh. I didn't hear a single sorry from him. I didn't hear a single, like, I just tried, you know, because I didn't want to let him know that like he got to me. I'm like, I'm not going to let this asshole win my money and then also take my, my good memories of this experience, you know? Right. Right. And so I just tried to, 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 you know, turn lemons into lemonade for one night and it was Oof. miserable. Yeah, they that, all, that would be a to, shitty, they all went dinner. out to like a casino and I was like, nah, I'm just going to go back to the hotel room because the, what the fuck do I have to celebrate? All of you guys are, oh, you going to pay for my dinner? You're going to, you know, it's not right. even like, like I said, it's not about the money and the whole thing. It's just like the principle. And just the worst was that that guy promised me, he was like, don't worry, like, all send and then he was so fucked up. Like I had just just bought a house and we were just moving into a new house. And right, right. It's okay. I'll I'll uh, I'll send you a Pottery Barn gift card with like a whole bunch of money on it and all like this. You know, uh, I was giving the show what they want. Not this guy would. He was in an elevator when we went to the reunion. My husband came with me yeah. and or we were at some event. And my husband was with me and my husband's like a real man. Johnny also is about my height. He's like five, eight and a little boy. <laughs> I love this so much. This is making is, me so happy by the way. <laughs> yeah, my husband's like six, three with a great job, wears a suit every day to work, you know, is a real man. And Johnny could not even make eye contact with him in an elevator. We were all, we shared an elevator riding up to in our hotel and, and he, he shouldn't have been not able even to. I mean, that's just husband. like one thing I, I just in, in life in general, I hate bullies and I don't like, I don't like assholes. Um, it's just sort of my, my policy. And like when I saw that go down, I was like, Oh, he's just like a, like a, I always thought he was kind of like, you know, not a great person just from yeah. watching the show and seeing some of the stuff he pulled off. But like, that was like, a downright just like an evil yeah. an evil oh, yeah. greedy move and i was like there's okay. no looking out for other people's i mean he's oh, oh i mean you just look at the track record and i'd hate to give him so much credit on here but what's so funny is i just got tagged and they're doing the reunion and i just got tagged in a a post that the challenge mtv put up like the verified account and john is in the reunion Hey, who are drinks on tonight, everybody? And they go, drinks on Tara. It's, it's been two seasons since I've been on that. What? Uh, drinks are still on me? Right. You must be buying fucking cheap-ass booze. Because <laughs> it's been two years. Right, and I've right. got a master's degree, a house, and, you know, moving on with my life. Right. You're still caught in this world, like, of... Because I think he needs people to validate him on him making the right decision. And he needs to keep feeling like, oh, I'm the man for doing that. 
No, you right. are a pathetic also, you know, boy. We all really know it. Well, and, and people that think that that was a good move um, really need to kind of look inward and and kind of uh, try and figure out why why they're kind of going down the dark side themselves because you you shouldn't yeah. look at that and be like that was the right thing to yeah. do because oh it God, wasn't so morally many, it was there were the so wrong many thing funny to do. things and then he went online and said that I was banned from all the challenges because I was leaking spoilers. Meanwhile, they asked me to come on the next three seasons, and I just did a uh, this little this special thing for B- BMP that'll be airing in January. No, are you kidding? This guy's like obsessed with spreading rumors that right. I'm. It, it's crazy. Well, it's, nobody's it's his, more obsessed uh, with me than Johnny. Well, it's his whole shtick now. Like that that was yeah. his you know big moment in reality TV. He gets to be this super villain, right? And you are. Yeah. You know, you were his his mark, and he's gonna. And he's let gonna me play just set out. the record straight: there absolutely was Adderall, and oh, he yeah? absolutely was caught with that, and he absolutely was fined three thousand dollars. Oh my gosh, it's so wrong. The whole thing is so wrong. So, like, that is a hundred percent a fact. Wow, wow, and the fact that he's not just disqualified—I mean, that isn't that one of the big rules that yeah. there's there should be well, no drugs said, of any sort. They decided. Sort? They said, "Who's going to be?" More likely to sue Johnny or Sarah, probably Johnny. So we're giving the money to Johnny and we can't rewrite that. And it's too late for that. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. Oh, so rough. Yeah. It's so rough. Oh, so. But you know what? I don't care. Like jokes on him. He's going down as Johnny Bananas. And yeah. I'm going to have a lot more letters after my name that mean a lot more. That's very true. That's very, very factual. Yeah. You can call me Dr. Rice. Mr. Bananas. <laughs> I like the sound of yeah. that. That being yeah. said, I would love you to go back on there and kick some ass just for selfish reasons as a viewer. I totally get it if you never, ever want to go back. But I'm saying, like, as someone who watched these shows for a long time, there's nobody I'd like to see on there again more. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, I wouldn't I wouldn't write it off, you know, if the situation is right. And I keep telling him, I'm like, hey. If you bring Susie on there with me, I'll do the shit for free. Like, yeah, I'll, I will go so with good. my bestie. So, uh, you oh know, gosh. I'm not writing it off, but the timing has to be right. You know, there's a lot. Like, a I'm trying to make, have, we're trying to have kids right now. So, yeah. you know, and then I start, I don't think, I think I might have to, you know, put, I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to say uh, I'll never go back on, but I will have clients and you like, what yeah. kind of therapist? How would you feel if your therapist were like involved in these shenanigans? You wouldn't take that therapist seriously. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's how hard. Can I, how can I give people advice when I'm like, you know, doing shots at a bar in Mexico <sighs> wearing a sombrero and like, you know, watching the weird shit that we do on there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I, I think that you would go in, um, you know, purely to kick ass oh. you know you probably wouldn't be participating in too much of the I would shenanigans be so boring and i would be so boring on there yeah. I'd be like mm, you say that but what's the primary emotion behind that and they'd be like oh yeah it's like a, 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 she's the worst now a, adult challenge with people with careers yeah. right <laughs> yeah. it's like no fun for anybody unless it's yeah so well, that's so cool that you're uh, you're trying to have kids it's like it's for me as a new dad my, my kid just turned uh, a year and a half like last is week is your kid a, a what, boy or girl what do we he's got a boy. here he's a boy he's named lincoln he's uh oh right lincoln duh yeah. uh, i already said well, that there could, I should be, know. there could be there could be girls that. named lincoln that's oh, totally the world me. is a, the world Getting. is an interesting place but yeah so he's a year and a half year old boy um yeah. 
Oh, it's been super cool. Like, yeah, our, our producer, Scott, he's got a kid too. So like when we started the show, obviously seven years ago, we didn't have kids. So that's been a whole new challenge is like balancing, like doing the show and having kids and, you know, day jobs. And, um, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So I You're can't wait to hear about your experience. ready for it. Right. You just kind of roll no. with it. Yeah. I'm, every day is like a new challenge. Like, you know, now he's like getting into my wife's purse and pulling out credit cards and sticking them in all, you know, it's just, it's wild. It's so, it's fun oh, though. Like I wouldn't change it for anything. It's a lot of fun. So I, I look forward to hearing about your stories on the show one of these days on your show. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It'll, it'll be fun. Well, I, I can't wait till we have uh, some funny kids stories to share on our podcast and yeah, everything. It's so. going to be good. Well, let's talk about your podcast. Um, yes, let's. So when, when I know you guys said you're at 175, which is yes. ridiculous and awesome, but when did you guys actually start the show? Oh my goodness. We started, I want to say we're coming up on our two year anniversary. So Susie was living in Pittsburgh. And then she moved. I was so lucky. I don't know how the stars aligned like they did, but her husband got work out here and he was on a show. Oh, her husband is the audio mixer from the challenge where we met. Oh, no way. So Susie and I met on Rivals and like, I think that that was the best thing to come from Rivals or from Ru the Ruins. Excuse me. Susie and I met on the Ruins and I like to think our relationship was the best thing to come from there. But I forget that also, she got married and <laughs> met her husband, right, and now right. they have a baby, and everything's wonderful, and he's the best. So we have Adam, who was originally a sound guy on The Challenge, who's now the wonderful sound guy for the Brain Candy Podcast. Ooh, that's lucky. That's so yeah. lucky. So I like to say that we've been – Susie – I've been here for the, the – the beginning of Susie and my relationship at, and the beginning of Susie and Adam's relationship. And he's been there from since day one. And we're just kind of like this, you know, awesome team now that, you know, we all have um, similar ideas on, um, you know, what we want to talk about on the podcast and what we want to promote. And we love being able to back, like we have a segment called Badass Bitches Through History, where we talk about women who have just not really made the history books, but are such an important part of history. And we're all about promoting, you know, like smart girls and, and making being a smart girl super cool and giving credit to these wonderful women who are doing such amazing things. And we have a, and also men too, you know, this is not just a podcast right. for women. You know, we have a great male audience that listens and we have amazing interviews with authors. Like we've done, um, old uh, guys who have left Scientology. We've done uh, one of my favorites, John Ronson, who is the author of the uh, Psychopath Test. He's fantastic and is such a fabulous writer. We've got, you know, old challenge contestants on. So we kind of give it's a whole mortgage awesome. yeah, it, It's a stuff. variety. And the thing I really enjoy about it is it is very smart and um, it's very topical. Like you guys said, you do two a week. And so you, you stay very up to date with the things going on in the world. And, um, and you two have the best banter and the best dynamic. Oh, Cause we are uh, really, truly best friends. Right. And you can tell, you can definitely yeah. tell. And, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of respect that you have for one another Thank as well. You. Um, that so I do. That yeah, do. yeah. It's, it's, it's a great show. Um, it's 175 <laughs> episodes, obviously available on iTunes and everywhere else. It's so funny that you sit here saying like, oh, you guys are so smart and blah, blah, blah. And then I think back to one of our last episodes that where we featured the mad pooper, who was the woman who was going on runs and then shitting on people's yeah. lawns. And so don't not all of it. So Brady, yeah. because 
That will go down as forever. Susie says it's her favorite episode. That's a just, great episode. You know, I remember I, I tweeted at you guys about the mad pooper just because I love <laughs> yes. that story. What and did you guys? Does... I, I can't remember what conclusion you guys came oh, to about what what she was doing. That she was suffering from IBS, and this is just she needed to relieve herself. And Susie said, "Why doesn't she get a fucking treadmill and do it at her own house?" <laughs> <laughs> So then I had to rethink my hypothesis, and then I thought, oh, I guess this is revenge poop, revenge shitting. You think it's revenge shitting? It must be. There must. I mean, or it's like a compulsion. Oh my gosh, I have a story I've never told in this this seven years of doing this. Um, Yeah, so I I told you I was a high school teacher for a while, and um, I used to work up on the second floor, and there's probably maybe twenty or thirty classrooms up on the second floor, and there's a a boys' bathroom at the end of the hall. And for years, I'm talking years, um, I would, at the end of the day, I'd go down to the hall and I would have to like kind of patrol, you know, like teachers do walk around and make sure kids aren't like making out or like having sex in the stalls or whatever. Um, which happened by the way. Yeah. I was going to uh, say, did you ever catch anybody? Uh, I don't think I caught anybody having sex, but what oh, I did discover <laughs> was far worse. And we, we called this guy the phantom pooper as well, oh, but he no. would take huge, I'm talking huge, like like giant elephant size dumps. I don't even know how a human being would poop this much uh, dumps in the urinals. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And, um, Oh yeah. And so we, yeah. <laughs> all the teachers, it, by the way, like you, you, I'm didn't having you teach a elementary school? response to this. Didn't you teach elementary for a while? I thought you said I, I ran an after school art program for an elementary school okay. for a couple of years. Yes. Okay, but yeah. I mean, I wrangled 60 children for three hours after school by myself. I don't oh, okay. know how, why that ratio was so terrible. <laughs> that is really terrible. Students to instructors. But, but as soon as you like don't have a PTA backing you, they're like, eh, whatever. They'll yeah, there's survive. no rules here. Yeah, as long as they don't die, just keep them alive. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah who cares but, how many people are watching? What them. I was going to say was like when you're a teacher, the dynamic between you and other teachers, it just becomes like you're back in high school again and everyone's disgusting and makes terrible jokes. And, <laughs> yes, and like they were, it's just, it's total idiocy. So there's like, you know, a bunch of us teachers in our 20s goofing around and then like this phantom pooper happened so it became like the most exciting part of our lives for a good like year we're like did the phantom yeah. pooper strike again and we would like we would like take pictures of it and like be like oh, could you see this and then I have the poor so many questions oh my gosh right we never I mean, we this... never caught the kid he never got caught individual had to have been shitting solo i mean right. or is he like okay with doing it in front there are so many questions. Right. And also part of me thinks like, it, is this a lot? Like, if, if they have huge shits, maybe it's like dogs, you know, a Great Dane, his shit is big. A Chihuahua, his shit is small. So I just point to the biggest person at school and be like, who the heck is leaving these massive right. shits? Right. These are all questions we had. Exact questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> then we're what like, is, is it also, an inside job? In your diet. Right. Is it an inside job? Was it a dean or perhaps a principal? Uh-huh. I've seen that episode <laughs> of The Office. Yeah. I remember that uh, any office fans are like, mm-hmm, Packer leaves a package in the middle of Michael Scott's office, uh, and it ain't from UPS. Oh, uh, it's from IBS. Ooh, snap. Yes! Oh, my God. That was the best joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, I have dad jokes now. Yeah. That was like, I just like, just, that was like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what sports, what sport, like, like Kobe Bryant and freaking Dennis Rodman. I'm trying to think who's great at this, Dennis Rodman. I just like Kobe Bryant that to you and you just did Dennis Rodman assisted that into the basket. All right. I'll and there's accept that. 1990s Lakers reference. For you. 
probably the only basketball reference I would I get at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right there with you. I was like, I know those two people. I know those people you yeah. mentioned. Yeah, like, those are names I recognize. No, it's good at <laughs> North Korea. What? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only reason because it's now relevant again. Uh, the other, I, I have like ridiculous lightning round questions I want to ask you yes, before you get them. out of here. But um, I do want to just quickly point out that you guys are doing uh, your podcast the right way. You have a Patreon, right? Can you plug that a little yes. bit? Oh my gosh, it's so exciting! If you are a challenge fan, this is your one-stop shop for all your exciting challenge content. So. You can go to patreon.com slash brain candy and you can become a member at different levels and each level comes with different rewards and different prizes. Uh, so I believe it's our $5 level where you get access to exclusive interviews that we do with every single one of your favorites from the challenge. If you, I mean, we've got, we just did an interview with Landon from way back in the day. We've got Kendall, we've got interviews with, um, Anissa and Jemmy and I mean you That's name so it we've cool. got them on there Derek and like all of your favorites that you want to hear from and these are unedited nobody's bleeping them nobody's like MTV isn't coming in there and saying oh can we edit this to these are just them real and it is fantastic and they let me tell you challengers will talk to other challengers so we get the inside scoop like nobody else and it's super hilarious and you know i'm like buddies with these people and we've spent so much time together that there are you know real friendships and histories and we talk about all that kind of stuff and then we have fun prizes like at the i believe at the seven dollar level which we're just about to get rid of we only have a few of these left but we have these uh limited edition wtf pins they look like the mtv really logo cool. I like flipped them over and the week after we released him, he who we shall not speak of what came out with his own version of the T-shirt because he's like, I can't let her be the only one. So if you'd like to get the original version of that WTF, you can hop on over to the Brain Candy or Patreon.com slash Brain Candy. Subscribe to the $7 Did you really letter. rip that off, your design off? That's so terrible. Well, here's what happened. is like <laughs> Kenny Santucci, Kenny from the show, yeah. he and... Evan from the show way back when, probably 10 or 11 years ago, had this clothing line called Suck Yeah, and they came out with a WTF shirt. And so I called Kenny because Kenny and I are close. Kenny's close with Susie. And I was like, hey, Ken, we're like thinking of stuff to do for this. You know, after everything that happened with me and Johnny, do you think like, would you be bummed, like pissed if we like stole that because we think it's such a great idea? So it was Kenny's and we, you know, got his permission. And we even have a tweet you can look back at that Kenny tweeted us like, hey, yeah, I gave these gals two thumbs up. Use it, whatevs. And then a week later, Johnny comes out with his. Oh, geez. So, you know, which I'm sure is Kenny approved as well. But I just love that this guy like can't come up with anything other than he's very inspired by the Brain Candy podcast. Let's look at that. Put it that way. And you know what? If we bring inspiration, then I'm happy to be that for him. It has to make you feel good that you're pissing him off. You know. I just hope he's subscribing. I hope he's at the $15 level. So I'm at least <laughs> He probably <getting> is. <laughs> he probably is. I mean, just probably so under a, a certain or some like other like, you know, code name or whatever, whatever you call him. But uh, <laughs> alias thing. That's the word I'm looking for. Some some alias he's under. But, probably. Uh, you know. Yeah. So there that is. Yeah, I'll tell so you, this Patreon. is the most I've talked about Johnny in 
probably since the, that's the reunion. It feels kind of good. Well, yeah, I, I didn't mean to pry. I'm just like, no, it's, just, it's just coming out. So, uh, so yeah, so you guys have great merch. You have Patreon, so definitely check it out, support it. It's some really cool stuff. Um, You've got a whole bunch. Hey, you know what? You've got a kid. We just came out with a wonderful little kid shirt because we're all about um, being inclusive and um, you know, non-gender conforming. So like if, you know, cause who says boy clothes, girl clothes, whatever, they're freaking right, babies. Right. So we have great shirts that are two little monsters hugging and it says friends come in all color, shapes and sizes. Oh, that's cool. So if you also believe that you can hop on the braincandypodcast.com, check out the candy store. Cause hello, what else would we call it? You guys are really good at door. branding and stuff. I want to hand little it to you. Like it's some good stuff. T-shirt. Thank you. We think so too. That's we think it's real stuff. clever. We love it. All right, let's do some lightning round, and then yes, you, can, you, can be, you can be free and enjoy your evening. Okay. Um, so we ask these to all of our guests. Uh, just the first, some of these are like sort of psychology questions, so I think you're going to like them. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Uh, okay. uh, this one's going way back. What is the first movie you actually remember seeing in the movie theater? Oh, oh my God, this is so funny. Okay, it's the first movie I remember seeing. Um, th- ooh. So I think it was The Nightmare Before Christmas, okay. but I know that the first movie that I saw in the movie theater that I wasn't supposed to see was all about cats and dogs because it was rated PG-13 and I snuck in when I was under 13. Nice. <laughs> and nice. I didn't get any of the jokes. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas is a good one too. Yes. Um, it's still my favorite. I love it. This is a question I love asking and we already kind of touched on it a little bit, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, would you get along with a 15 year old version of yourself? Let's say like all of a sudden you're teleported back in time. Yes. You're standing so much in, you would. Hardcore. Oh, def 15 me, 32 year old me would tell 15 year old me, girl, you got it all. You're cool. Don't even worry what those other kids say. Keep rocking your weird clothes. Overalls will never go out of style. And they will for a little bit, but then they'll come back. And don't worry. You can keep wearing that same pair and they'll be cool again. I, I would have been like super good friends with 15-year-old Sarah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Give yourself the pep talk on huh? That's, that's yes. the right answer. That's the right answer. I'm all about it. And I think all of us should nurture the little child inside of us every now and then too. Oh, I think so too. That's the, the coolest yes. part for me about being a, a new dad is being like, I'm just going to sit on the floor and play for an hour. Fuck it. Oh, <laughs> absolutely great. fuck it. Hey, yeah. if Google and, and all those companies are throwing in Lego play hour where they're having like professionals and paying them a bunch of money to come in and play Legos with the employees because it increases productivity and creativity. We should all take a page from their book and be on the floor playing and Seriously. being more creative and enjoying that. Like always be a big kid. It's Never super, super fun. It's super fun. Yes. Yes. Silly but like pay your bills. And shit, whatever. Uh, I, yeah, I guess, it, <laughs> I guess you have to do that. Huh? Balance, balance. Um, all right. So the next question is you've been kidnapped you can call on the characters from one television show to make a rescue attempt. Which show do you pick? Oh my god, this is the best question. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh my god, I'm gonna give you an answer that you've probably never heard ever before. And okay, they just worked so well. I'm trying to think of a team. Okay, no, you probably have heard this before. If I'm going to be rescued, I would want it to be from the people from Criminal Minds. Okay. No, I actually have not heard that answer before. Oh, good. Originally, I was going to go with one of my favorite shows because it talked about people working together the best and they were so successful at it. Do you remember Kid Nation? I loved Kid Nation. Okay, me too. Susie and I were just talking about this. And they were they were great. But if you – 
adults in that same environment, they will destroy each other. So I was like, oh you my God. You want to know something weird about Kid Nation, kids. not to cut what? you off, but the, oh, the little girl with the red hair um, yes. uh, lived in my neighborhood. When that... <laughs> oh my God. We just did an episode about this and we said we, we want to do a Where Are They Now? Yeah, but she lived in my neighborhood right after it aired. So I'm assuming, and I've lived in the same neighborhood for forever. So now she's probably, you know, in her 20s. But, um, yeah, I, I I think her her name might have been I want to say it was Ashley. I don't remember, this but she like was she, she was awesome. Yeah, she was really really cool. And I remember like we like we saw her like riding her bike through the neighborhood right after that show aired, and someone was like, oh yeah, she lives down the street and goes to like you know Winter Park Winter Park Middle or something like that. And I was like, that show was awesome. I remember Kid Nation. It was so good. Right. So that was like my first instinct. I was like, oh my god, I would kind of want to pick like the people from Kid Nation because I feel like. <laughs> They would have it depends like what kind of situation is the kidnapping? I mean, if I'm like being held by, you know, people with like machine guns, call them the criminal minds people. But right. if this is a casual kidnapping and I'm just stranded on a deserted island, get the Kid Nation kids over here. And I'm just I, I trust them more. So yeah. that was like, why did that show only air one? There was only one season, that is right? Exactly what we were saying, because it was so good. There has to be some like, you know, they're not allowed to do whatever they were doing, but it was so good. Yeah, I guess if you put kids like yeah, <laughs> make them I know take care that's what we were thinking. <laughs> you know, they'll become cannibals. Things go south yes. real fast. But they didn't. They worked they did. so well together. They did so. pretty well. All right. So, um, speaking of cannibalism, uh, yeah. if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, uh, what food would you eat? Now, does it have to be a single food item, or can it be a category of food? Like, if I were to say Mediterranean food, does that count, or do I have to uh, be very specific? Uh, I'll, I'll let you say category. That's that's oh, okay. fine. Definitely Mediterranean. I can pretty much eat a Mediterranean combo platter for the rest of my life. Pita, hummus, dolma. Nice. And funny tie-in for the challenge, when we were on the um, Battle of the Seasons challenge and we were in Turkey, we had to do this eating con- eating challenge where we, we got um, – we had two minutes and we had to eat as many dolma, those grape leaves, ra- right, rice right. stuff, grape leaves. Uh, they were saying it like it was some kind of punishment. Uh, little did they know that's in my like, top five favorite foods of all time. I think I remember. Didn't you oh. eat like a million of those or something? We had a group of four. This is like just some bragging right here. Yeah. Group of four with two minutes to do it. We ate 56 of them. And of those 56, I ate 22. Holy cow. How did that even fit <laughs> inside your body? Four of us. And so I, I ate half. Of what a group of four. That is unbelievable. <laughs> and I blame it on me having no tonsils so I can just like shove them back. And I just was using every single like hot dog eating oh, contest technique. But That's the I, one thing. Head, was, every time you guys had to eat stuff, every time you had to eat stuff, I would just kind of cringe. I was like, I don't know how you guys could get through. Swallow some of whole. Stu- oh, jeez. Swallow it whole. That's I'm the not only built for that. That's it. Well, oh. you're going to pick it up. There's a 100% chance of puking. <laughs> Talking to you just makes me want to go back and watch old challenges. It's just like you should. It's great. I, I you should. will definitely watch that eating challenge with a different pair of lenses. Yeah, when yeah. You know how excited I am to be eating it. It's You're like, ah, oh, yeah. A lot of grape just... leaves. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> disgusting. Foodaholic, right there. That's I it. I love it. All right, a couple more. Then, then you're okay. free. Um, this one's definitely a psychology question. Um, you're stranded on a desert island, and a small box washes up on shore. What's inside the box? Oh, I wanted to just right away say a map. Okay. Is that the first thing that popped in? Just a map? Yes. Okay. That's well, a great answer. Promise, I think like you're, I, you're what the I would first want. person to ever say that. You're the first person to say a map. Most people are like uh, a cell phone or like a laptop. Um, but a map I'm is I'm stranded great on a deserted, deserted island. For goodness sakes, I'd like some information on how to get out of there. That's very smart. Very smart map. I love that question. Problem solver. 
All right. And the last piece, uh, the last pizza, also the last question. Uh, the perfect pizza is one <gasps> topped with blank. Pineapples and jalapeno and easy cheese. Oh, my gosh. You are one of my people. You just yes. answered my pizza. My heart is glowing right now. <laughs> Yay! Most people don't get on board with the easy cheese, but that's fine. You can have full cheese. I, well, I actually haven't tried the easy cheese, off. but I'm definitely like I'm in the pineapple on pizza camp. And yes. there's there's not there's not too many guests that have been on that have said pineapples ago, but um, pineapple and jalapeno is actually really good. There's a place I don't know if do you guys have Mellow Mushroom out in California? No, but that sounds awesome. So there's a place called Mellow Mushroom. It might be a, a East Coast thing that's uh, they have like the best. Um, the best pineapple jalapeno. I want to say it has uh, some sort of meat on it too, but it's yeah. fantastic. So good. I love that. So that's good. That's what I go with. And that's what I order every Sunday night while we are watching, uh, you know, Sunday night football and it's the treat. Good stuff. Well, well, sirs, thank you so much. You have been like an absolute pleasure to have on. This has been awesome. And uh, where can folks find you and brain candy on social media? Yay. Uh, thank you. So, thank you so much. I had so much fun. This was awesome. And uh, you can check me out at I'm Sarah Rice on Twitter and on Instagram. You can follow us at Brain Candy Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And you can go to thebraincandypodcast.com or you can get the Brain Candy Podcast on any one of your favorite podcast apps like uh, uh, SoundCloud. Is that what it's called? SoundCloud or something like that? Yeah, and SoundCloud. Spotify and all those wonderful things. And uh yeah, I, th- I think I saw you guys activating uh, Alexa and, and playing yourself the other day. We did the same <laughs> yeah. thing the first time. First time we <laughs> found out we were on Alexa, it was so exciting. We're like, just play it. It was so cool. Yeah, all the time. It's great. Now That's we call funny. her she who you know we we're like her because if you say her name, she comes to life. So yeah. I got to be careful and, yell, and so. yell stuff at you. True. Well, thank you so much again. This was a blast, and hopefully you come back back on in the future and hang out. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Alright, thank you guys so much for listening to episode 292 of the Rated NA Podcast. Uh, Sarah Rice was a blast to have on the show, and we hope that she comes back in the near future to hang out with the whole team. That would be great. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on social media, and that's at NerdAppropriate on Twitter, slash NerdAppropriate on Facebook, and of course, slash NerdAppropriate on Instagram. We, of course, have Twitch TV and Mixer, which we do not use enough, but hopefully in the future, uh, we can get everything up and running, and uh, Scott will have all his gear hooked up again, and we'll get to making some proper episodes. But thank you guys so much for your patience with everything. We'll be back next week with all new content. Take care. Take care.